Alright, what is up guys? Welcome to the second episode of the Bias Reality Podcast. I am your host, Olwell. I'm Eddie. I'm Panther. And it's your girl, call me Judea. That was actually good. You have to lean in. That was like, actually... I just said your name and I was like, and wait. I was going to and then he jumped right into it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> How do you think it's going to work? What do you think? Oh, I... What is up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of the Bias Reality Podcast. I am your host, Olwell. Uh, it's Eddie. Uh, today, we are joined by some special guests uh, we have with us. They call me Panther. And it's called me Judea. Stop <laughs> trying to hop on my clout. <laughs> it's too late. It's already happened. It's just Panther. Hop on my vibe. <laughs> your vibe is dead. Now, nah, look, guys. Uh, cheers for coming on the pod. We Thank appreciate you having much. you guys here. Of course. Anytime. Um, not any time for me. I yeah, actually, not any time. I, I, I take that back. It's not any time. <laughs> well, we need, how, how far in advance do we have to book you? Boy. Well, when I'm not doing... Uh, Nothing. Call Me Judea's podcast. Ooh. Shout out. Ooh. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> and it'd be relevant to something. <laughs> um, I'm usually busy, so the end do you, so, uh, do you even remember what he asked you i don't i don't think he does i think he just started going on and on and on listen listeners you're gonna hear a lot of my voice <laughs> and it's okay anyway so moving on <laughs> today's discussion i just want to ask how our week has been no oh, thank god okay, that's the worst question in the world <laughs> I wasn't planning. I wasn't planning on it. Either go well, into your emotions. My week has been great. Wow. Yeah, sure. Just go there ahead and go. tell us anyway. Um, I worked mm. and I went to a wedding yesterday. Ooh. I won't talk about how the wedding was because they might hear it. Oh, it was a wonderful wedding. Um, Doesn't that give it away? I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, so, I'm so confused. It was a wonderful wedding. Cool. Yeah. How wonderful? Ten words or less. Go. It Thank was. you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that probably is the best segue to what we're going to be speaking about today. Or not speaking. Men don't allow women to speak their Excuse mind. me, can I actually tell, can, can I tell our listeners what oh, no. the discussion is about? Yes, please, go ahead. Before I tell them that you assumed I didn't know my way to Parramatta because I was a woman. Wow. It wasn't because you were a woman. It was just a simple question. Shout out to Panther. Um, my man said to me, do you know the way? And looked at me. Because like, you I haven't been know. here before, like here. Like before. in Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just trying I, to get some clarity. On you're, not, you're not helping, Michael. There is a map. <laughs> on pamper. the map, I can write where I'm going. Maybe, maybe, maybe your battery was dead. Did I tell you my battery was dead? How are you talking I was just looking out for you. I was just looking out for you. I was just Excuse looking out for you. This is the biggest claim. How is he talking to you if your battery's dead? She was it here. It was in person. Look, <laughs> this was a very confusing conversation. And Moving on, today's discussion is going to be centered around uh, feminism. Mm-hmm. So that's, that should be a you know, fun topic. I just want to point out that I'm the only woman here. And I just want to point out I that I'm the only person who supports women here. That's right. How did we get here? What is going on? Jeez. And men, because feminism is about equality. Yes, my G. I, they're not going to see that. 
so I, I don't got, have to do anything. <laughs> now nah, look, yeah. Before we um, <laughs> jump into the whole conversation, really, we're only here for the conversation, dog. What do you Let mean? Let him intro. Oh, I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Can I speak? Right? But now, nah, uh, before we jump down and you know get into the whole discussion and everything, there's just. I wanted to start off with one question, and that is just, like, what is your interpretation of feminism? Because I feel like when it comes to feminism, a lot of different people have different interpretations. And it's gotten to the point where, especially now in 2019, the actual meaning of feminism has been so misconstrued that people just have completely different interpretations and don't end up not even knowing what they're talking about half the time. So what is your take on it? What, what, do you, what, what is can feminism I, to you? add another layer to that? Sure. I'd want to know how your views would have changed over time. Mm. Because I feel like, as you said, it's progressed to the point where it's at. And we're human beings, so we grow and our views grow. So I would like to know what that journey has been like for everyone. Mm. Especially our only female in the room. Shout out. Woman. Woman. Is that what you prefer to be? Identifies. That's what she identifies her. As the only woman in the room, my apologies. Panther uh. supports all women. <laughs> Panther out. I'm going to end everything with Panther out. Yes. Anywho. Panther out. I feel like feminism today is more so... I don't feel like it's been misconstrued. I do feel like with most ideals, there is like the alt-right and the alt-left. And um, I feel like feminism hasn't... In my opinion, I don't feel like it's changed. I feel like there's always been like extreme feminists and then people who are kind of just in the middle. Just like with most ideals... The only difference is that there is a platform and people are like more vocal about their thoughts. So we're hearing about more like extreme thoughts more so than we would normally do. That's the only thing that I feel has changed. In terms of how I see feminism, I feel like it's a big journey because most of us, our ideals are like built based off our parents or church or whatever it is. And it's not until you get older and you kind of like develop your own, I don't know. Points of view. Yeah. Until you start to like fight what you knew before. Panther out. <laughs> but that's just, I don't know. What do you guys think? No, I agree with you. But in that sense, what, what, so what is your take on it? What is, what is it to you? Feminism for me is basically just the supporting of women. It in no way to me means against, being against men. It's just the uplifting of strong and powerful women or women that are doing good things. Don't you just think it's an unfortunate thing that it was called feminism? Because I feel like a, uh, like if you take global warming, for instance, <laughs> they had to change the name to climate change, <laughs> but it all means the same the thing. The same thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like because of... It, fem, the word feminist or feminism has just become like it's just adopted such horrible connotations yeah. that yep. if I even stand here today and say yes I'm a feminist I will get shot down before I even open my mouth by like men like you people hate men no but that's, you, al- that's also something I wanted to talk about as well because I feel like a lot of women don't want to be associated with that name that whole because fem- I, I talk to a lot of um, people and they're always like nah I'm not a feminist you know mm-hmm. I don't like the word feminist because of what feminism is seen to mean today mm-hmm. like you mentioned something interesting before where it was like you know it's all about hating men mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of people sort of they've gone from that whole feminism is about supporting women and being about women and stuff like, and then now they've taken it to mean you know anti-man <laughs> it's always about if I'm a feminist mm-hmm. I have to be against men all the time mm-hmm. so it's no longer about equality it's about I'm better than men. Mm. Men men are the enemy. Men is this, men are that. Do you want to know why I feel like it has gotten to there, though? I feel like for every action, there's an equal reaction. Not pointing blame, but still pointing blame. 
I feel like Uh-oh. with most movements, like for racism, for instance, mm-hmm. or with Black Lives Matter, people who All are shouting, <laughs> see what I mean? People that are shouting <laughs> Black Lives Matter do not mean that Asian lives don't matter mm. or white lives don't matter. But for some reason, that connection keeps being made. Uplifting something is not like trotting on something else. And yep. I feel like a lot of the times when women are talking about being feminist and supporting women, there are still men who are like, so just you're saying women are great does that mean men are bad and then obviously that will like give birth to women who are now attacking men who are responding in that way do you get what i mean i think the thing that i always get i find crazy is that for a long time the definition has always existed behind what the word meant but people don't actually understand what the definition no one goes and looks for that no one one is doing their googles if you just look up the word it actually it tells you what it it tells you exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) why would you do that when you have a twitter timeline and Mm. like people tell you what it means anyway and there's memes on instagram about it exactly but it's just crazy and it's like it's as simple as equality between men and women yeah because it's it's soundboard (laughs) (laughs) one job no because it's 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 really crazy you know for especially something like you know something like feminism which is a whole movement Mm -hmm. being part of something and saying you're fighting for something but then you don't know what you're spending your time and effort fighting for a lot of people don't no it's facts oh no no this is it's a thing and i think it's it's worse in today's day and age like look at look like we mentioned global warming Look at all the stuff that's happening in America that, you know, I'm going to vote for someone and this is not meant to be an attack on any American or any sort of point He's of view. What a Loki is. But more that some of the people who voted for a particular person. Please may not be named. <laughs> yeah, please. Voldemort. <laughs> yes, Tom Voldemort. Um, like things like the, ta- the their tax cut bill. And it turns out, wait. Oh, so you mean if I vote for him and he wins, he brings all that other bad stuff too? Yeah. Not only that. Not really. The tax cut that was promised for me, actually, is, is nowhere written down that it's promised for me. If anything, it's written in bold letters that it's promised for the other guy. Because I'm, 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 I'm not educated enough to understand that. Everyone reads the header, but they don't actually read the body read of the, the body, actual yeah, thing. Exactly. Everybody loves chance. <laughs> Lock her up, um, but yeah, yeah, I find it. I find it. I find it amazing. I, it's funny. Like we're literally in an age where we have access to so much information. All the information. It's right there in the palm Everything. of your hands. Exactly, right here in the palm. Hey, hey, Apple. I was gonna say, hey, Google. Well, <laughs> it's right here in the palm of your hands, and it's still the most ignorant generation of all time. Like literally, because it's all about you know crowd mentality mm-hmm. mm. and what gets the most clicks what gets the most follows mm. what is attracting the most attention exactly. like how what can i possibly say to stir up some sort of buzz like everyone's tweeting for the sake of triggering people mm. so yeah. what can i say that is the most inflammatory disgraceful derogatory and then do hashtag feminist and then get mad retweets mm. with angry men and then pick me women mm. which i'll explain later interesting <laughs> and it's just like it's frustrating because then we have these type of conversations where i'm trying to stand up for something that i genuinely believe in and something that i'm actually getting like thrown to the side for and it's not taken seriously because the title of feminist is being attached to something so like extreme and unnecessary 
Yeah. And I feel like, did you have something oh, to no, say? I'm, I'm keen to understand everybody. I'm keen. I'm from Australia. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm keen to understand everybody's definition of what feminism in today's world means to them. I'll give what I've seen. So growing up, came coming from a, a particular culture, a cultural background. He's Nigerian. Nigerian. We're all Nigerian here, by the way. I'm quite. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm um, coming from a particular cultural background. Nigerian. <laughs> um, <laughs> coming from a particular yeah. cultural background. Thank you. I needed someone. You need to back me up, Eddie. Come on. Um, say something. Anything. Are you even Nigerian? <laughs> I said say something, and the first thing that came to your mind was Nigerian. Okay, sorry. Easy. Moving on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, and seeing essentially how. You know, my mom was treated or women are treated in general, you know, uh, the certain actions or tasks that they were made to do. And I could tell, like, there was one incident where uh, we're at an event and um, this man sort of, not gestured, but sort of indicated or, yeah, indicated to my mom that, you know, you should be doing this. And it was just so normal for her to be like, yeah. Mm. And I'm like, but you have no power or control over her. Why? And why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And so sort of growing up through life and understanding that and, you know, then going through high school and you see the, the, the feminist movement actually starting um, <clears throat> through d- uh, different means like, um, you know, educational uh, courses in, in high school. And then in university, having that morph to extreme feminism, which at the time I didn't really realize. So everything, everybody... Would, Wait, why'd you look at me? To now my thought of, you know, I, like speaking to people in the workplace <laughs> or in the real world, them being like, oh no, it actually is still just like, firstly, men can be feminist. And that sort of blew my mind. Like, Wait, what? Like, yeah, like it's in the definition. It's just equality between men and women. Do you believe that? Yeah. Then you're a feminist. I'm a what? And it's, it's crazy that that's sort of what my journey has been like, but it's, it's still full circle that, you know, all those educational things didn't really sort of explain it and it just took one person to just say, read the damn definition, you idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But and that's why I'm interested in what everybody's sort of journey, journey looks like and then, you know, how that's shaped what they, what, how they view it. Yeah, I think for me as well, it's kind of similar to yours in the sense that, you know, Growing up and all the stuff you learn and you learn in, you know, back through history and that it's always been about women fighting for, you know, equal rights, women, you know, having the same rights as men, both in the workplace and in society. But then as you get older, you start to see certain things change. Mm. And then it goes from like feminism was always this thing that was, you know, to me, it was something that was a serious topic. Like it was, you know, when someone mentions feminism, someone mentions racism, someone mentions, they're like, you know, serious topics. But then you then get older, especially in the last couple of years, you then start to see all these other things that get tagged under the same umbrella of feminism. So now it's basically like, I think I started to see a lot of people who just use feminism as an excuse to get their way, sort of. Like it gets to the point where it's just like, now you are sort of like, you know, going way past what feminism is. So not then I had to be like, okay, what exactly is feminism? But then, like you said, it's literally right there in the definition. It's equality between men and women. Not the fact that, hey, you held the door open for me. I've got hands. I can open the door by myself. <laughs> mm. like, and then they throw that under the umbrella of feminism. It's like, no, that's like, 
that's not necessarily like what feminism is about. And feminism like should not be something that we as men then take and be like, or uh, because these people are like this, mm. fem- all feminists must be like that. Yeah. That is what feminism is about. Yeah. So, like you said, just go back and read the actual definition. Yeah. I mean, also like a lot of the stuff is relative because we could see something and not see it as that important. Like we'll use the example of the door. Like obviously to most, well, I won't say to most people, but to some people we might see it as like insignificant. Like why are you harping on about this? But it's also very important to kind of take everything with a grain of salt and keep an open mind with most things because you don't know how serious that is to that person. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. I could, I don't care about doors. I really don't. But there might be someone... <laughs> Don't make a comment. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there might be someone who takes that as like ex- like really serious, and it could be because they're from a place where, like, that's how it is. Yeah. You but I mean? in situations like that, especially with a movement, don't you think that's a perfect time to educate someone on what what you know, it is? Yeah. Why at the door? Just just I'm a quick. I'm gonna oh, walk okay. through until you open this door because it's very important that you do so. Because <laughs> like just just a quick I like look. No yeah, I'd appreciate it if you just left the door In instead of getting mad at me for not knowing that you don't want me to open the door. Anyone for you. who gets angry at you because you couldn't open the door, I don't know. Very. I'm not gonna say. But those people are out there. Wow, they're crazy. out there. <laughs> I mean, this is literally it's a podcast. You're supposed to say things. Yeah, but say it's like something. it's not that deep. I I feel like when it comes to me, I. I'm only concerned about things that impede my progression in life. As it should be. Like, I do not care if you open the door for me. When it comes to this whole conversation about who's paying on the first date, I will pay. I don't care. Like, let's split. Is that a feminist topic? It it comes up a lot of the time. Like, anytime we talk about feminism or gender equality or gender roles, it's always who's opening the door, who's Mm. paying for dates, who's... I don't know. Really? I feel like that. Yeah, that's, that's a like, lot. That's, that's like one. Really that's that's one right now. Right? Like, but damn. Yeah. But, but every time, key, every time on if we, when we talk about feminism, if you search up feminism on Twitter right now, I guarantee you, top ten tweets, at least three or four of them we'll will say something about dates. Let's do it right now. Actually, yeah, let's check let's it bring out. it up. But low key paying first date paying. Wow, especially at the advent of Tinder. Jesus, I don't even understand how the dynamics of that because this is stranger stranger who pays here is my this is how i go if you ask me then i'm assuming that you're going to pay but if it's an issue i will split it yeah i don't care i don't even but i don't understand the dynamics like what is going through someone's mind like like okay you know what as the only female here and you're going to be representing all females (laughs) women women sorry no no pressure all women around the world Mm who will most likely be going on dates. And just a disclaimer, we try to get other women on here, but they were busy, so... Lies. They lied. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. What what goes through... Uh, the female mind or the opposite sex's mind or gender. I don't Actually, know. before we go there, Ed didn't say about his experience. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's, Ed it's mine, mine was pretty similar. I was going to say it actually before Judy cut me, but sorry. Oh, sorry. Wow. Nah, <laughs> wow. I tried but, to um, help you. Hold on. Nah, did but you, then did you just see a bus? Back. No? No buses? Continue, please. Um, this, this joke just landed and it didn't, it didn't go but, anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but my experience is kind of similar to Michael's as well. I'm coming from the cultural side of things. Um, Growing up, you know, somewhere else, Nigeria, shout out to them. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but now growing up there, you know, we were sort of taught to learn different things based on your gender. Mm. I mean, you all had roles you had to play in the house. Gender roles. Yeah, gender roles and all this kind of thing. So the boys had to do something, the girls had to do some something else. And you took that with you till basically, I mean, you got married yeah, yeah. and you were gone. And that's I mean, still there. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's still, it's still there today. But then coming down, coming over to this Aussie, side of the world. Aussie land. Yeah. Um, I started to see, you know, I mean, from the very first week, I started to see things a bit different. Um, I'm not going to lie. The weirdest thing I saw in my first week was my dad in the kitchen. Cause you never saw your dad in the kitchen? I never saw my home? dad cook before. Because every time, every time he would come around, he, he never stepped in the kitchen. It was basically most of the women in there. Yeah, cook and the I, food, yeah, they put cook, it down. Yeah, they cook the bring food, the put it down, so bring the water so he can wash his hands. Or he would, well, he would just come out of the room, you know, sit down, eat. Yeah. And then walk away. And then, yeah, and then go talk to his friends or his mates or something like that. Um, and that was the first thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, this place is a bit different. Um, <laughs> and Dad in the kitchen. Different yeah, place, for sure. man. And then... <laughs> So I had to keep an open mind in terms of, you know, what to expect outside. And then you see your interaction with different people, yeah. um, especially in high school, um, seeing what the different... We didn't have anything like gender roles or anything like that that, were, that was being promoted. And I thought, oh, well, that's pretty, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. But then got into university, I then started to see sort of the abuse of, you know, um, equality in a way. And it was brought under this um, feminism kind of... Topic, so it's like, oh yeah, I'm a woman, so I should get you know certain benefits, and I'm like, no, like that's not what feminism is. It's supposed to be about equality, but yeah, I think it's always been there, like Judy said. But I think it's just now the people who are more the extremists have, mm. have a platform where they raise their voice, yeah. Um, and negativity speaks loud in, in this day and age, man. So, right. also, I feel like we should. Like. It's very easy to dismiss, like things that are being requested due to feminism like if someone's saying i want to be able to benefit from this because i'm a woman it's possibly because they're not able to benefit from it because they're a woman do you know what i mean example yeah example so let's say what's something that i've gone through okay so i work in it heavily taken over by men as you all know the last place that I was working at, um, a lot of the deals that were being made and a lot of the promotions that were like happening were happening based on relationships that were built. And a lot of these relationships were built during guys' nights. So like they'd go out to the pub, they'd go watch cricket. I'm not watching cricket, but that's what they would do. And that's how they built their relationships. And so the person that, one of the people that I started with prom- was promoted a lot, like ahead of what, me, not because, like, honestly, not because he was any better at doing the job than I was, but because he had the privilege of attending these. And it's not something that I could actually attend because I'm a woman. So if I now decide to jump on Twitter and rant about this, which would be the dumbest thing, do not rant about your job on Twitter, you'll get fired. <laughs> but if I decided to go on Twitter and rant about this and talk about how it is unfair that I'm being overlooked and I'm not being considered for these roles because I'm not able to hang with the guys. I want to benefit from that and I don't feel like that should be dismissed. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like in terms of those, those, those are things that should not be dismissed because obviously that's come from a place where, you know, that's actually an issue. That's something that people are actually going through and that's mm-hmm. something that needs to be fixed. But then at the same time, I've got my question for you. Don't you think that 
especially going back to the whole you know thing of people not going back and just doing their googles figuring out what does feminism fe- feminism actually mean mm-hmm. don't you don't you like notice that there's a lot of people who like there are a lot of women when it comes to what feminism is who constantly shifts the goalpost so it's always a case of like you know for example you used your job mm-hmm. as a um example and in that situation it's like okay right that's something that you know should be fixed that's all. but then it's always a case of or uh, as a woman i should get this as a woman i should get that or you should be doing that what for me what are the examples though and this, and these are like Healthcare. again no no not even <laughs> not even no not even <laughs> insurance not not even serious issues this is back to those people who don't even know what they're fighting for so situations like say gender roles and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's like oh as a man you should be doing this you should be doing that mm-hmm. as a man you should be doing this mm-hmm. but then when you turn uh, but then they, the same people then turn around and be like you know Oh, feminism, equality, this and that. Okay, but and you're just like let me come, let me come at it from this perspective. I'm a Nigerian woman. I grew up in a Nigerian household. Well, this is not directly indicative of my household because guys like my brother does pretty much everything that we do. But say I'm coming from like a typical typical Nigerian household where I'm made to cook, clean, wash. Like I do everything, and the men literally just sit on their ass cross their legs and argue about politics, right? And sport. <laughs> and sport. That so That's hard. a culture. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, if I'm coming from that household and I now get married to a guy and I'm saying, look, this is what I'm coming from, I expect in this household moving forward that you pick up some slack. Like, I'm not going to do everything for mm-hmm. you. I don't feel like that's asking too much. No, that, that is fine. No, that's I fine, agree yeah. with that. That's not what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is in terms of, say, you've come, coming from that household, mm-hmm. yeah, you've experienced all those things. And there's, again, because of the whole gender roles and women should be doing this mm-hmm. that we've grown up learning about, that's something you did. But now you've gone into this household and you're like, all right, I expect this and I expect that. 100% fine. But then there are those people who Take go... Take advantage? Is that yeah, what you're yeah. it's, it's more. It's how? more like when it comes to... It's petty um, things. It's petty things. No, it's basically just those people who contradict themselves a lot. So it's basically, oh, today, you know, when it comes to this particular thing mm-hmm. that is not going my way, mm-hmm. it should because, you know, I'm a woman and this and that. Okay. When it comes to women, like, but then, as soon as it gets to something that they should be doing mm-hmm. or, they, or something that they should be getting, something that benefits them from, you know, if a man sticks to the whole um, male roles that we grew up with, yeah. when it's something that actually benefits them, now it's a case of, oh, you're a man, that's what you should be doing. Mm. No more feminism. It's mm-hmm. all about, oh, you're a man, why aren't you doing this? this Let is, me tell you this for is how free you right be, yeah. now. I'll tell you for free. I am for gender roles, but I'm not taking out the bin. Wow. <laughs> but you're not taking out the bin. So that's that, that, that's the exactly garbage. what we're saying. You're going no, as a man, I'm, you should take out the bin. That's your life. I'll tell you for free. You need to ask her, is that because of feminism or is that because of personal preference? It's because I don't want to. There we go. That's feminism, equality. No, You should be allowed to do what you want. When you the hell? You should be allowed to do what you want. Yeah. Thank you, Judy. But You have permission to speak because you're allowed to. Feminism, right, is... If I'm saying I want equality amongst men and women, that means I want to be able to make a decision towards what I can yeah. and can't yeah, That's what I'm do. saying. And you don't want to take out the bin. No, but it shouldn't be hindered by my gender. I don't want to take out the bin. It's not a gender thing. Feminism is working. If I'm a guy or a girl. It's not a gender thing. I don't want to. It's not a gender thing. It's just you don't want to take out the bin. Yeah, people. Are we actually having an argument about bins right now? I'm not being an extreme feminist because I don't want to take out the bin. Like, I just don't. If I was a guy, I wouldn't take it. I'm not doing it. I don't want to. There she goes again. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't feel like I'm asking too much. Like, I feel like when it comes to this whole gender role thing, there is no specific role that is for men and for yeah. women. Mm. It's yeah. more if of a cultural a thing. House, it's, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. If you're in a household, things need to get done. Um, well. If you like sit down and argue from now till tomorrow about who's cooking, who's washing dishes, we'll both sit here and look at each other's faces like this. Like, gender roles. <laughs> <laughs> we both need to eat. Like if you're home, cook. If I'm home, I'll cook. We can cook together. Like it's when not like a woman cooking. thing. Your wrists are different to mine. My male wrists can't <laughs> flick it. <laughs> But your female wrists are just so delicate and nice. And, and down to this female thing again. <laughs> I, Yo, I, I feel like it would be wrong saying your woman wrists. What? But yeah, um, moving on as well. Being the only woman here, and especially considering you're... I feel you like, know, like I'm being this is, like... <laughs> this is definitely a thing. Pointed at every nah, step Considering like you're... Yeah. I just want to say that all my views are of my views alone. I do not represent the rest of my gender sure, at man. all. But she does. <laughs> She does. <laughs> if you have problems, just at the bias. I tell me today. Speaking on behalf of all women. I do women. not sound like that. You said you sound. Like Put that? more bass in my voice. Oh my god. No. Don't tell me what to do. This. But is you know, look, um, as a woman of color as well, yeah. Ooh. Do you think that the feminism of color? What color? It's all right. Continue. <laughs> like colored shirts. I won't object that today. Just continue. No. Whoa. Do you, do you what, think what that? Um, well, aren't you a woman of color? Are you I'm a female? A brown skin girl. Right. As a brown skin girl, <laughs> a brown skin woman. <laughs> I know what she's doing. <laughs> you guys are supposed to join. Never mind. Continue your question. <laughs> no, but um, as a woman of color, do you think that feminism, and not just feminism, say modern day feminism, do you think that that is something that do you think it's inclusive and it like actually focuses on women in general and their problems because I only, I recently learned about um womanism apparently like there are some Wait, people now? womanism I Woman. never heard of that exactly so apparently Define it's actual black, definition apparently it's black feminism I wrote this down let me read it yeah womanism read it, read is it black yeah. feminism oh, okay. so it it was like a phrase coined by a woman named Alice Walker but that was a black feminist then and basically what it's not just a feminist who just happens to be black no no what and that's why that's why I asked the question because basically this what they madness. were saying is that you know so the definition of a womanist is someone who loves women and appreciates women's culture you know, when and you say power. womanist I feel like <laughs> against a womanizer I know like womanist I, look I literally just learned to about this and I was like wait isn't it, what isn't an atheist like against religion? but no yeah. they're saying so a womanist is a person is a woman against women is a woman who loves women and appreciates women's culture and who power as something that is incorporated into the world as a whole okay and apparently so the, dif- the main difference between womanism and feminism mm-hmm. is the fact that womanism addresses the racist and classist aspects of oh, white feminism okay. and actively opposes um, separatist ideologies so in, in <sighs> womanism mm-hmm. they're not about like you know again hating men and being anti-men and all that mm-hmm. they understand the fact that it's all about you know equality and everyone they understand like the roles that men play as well and all that stuff but that's something again like I said I did not know about this until very recently which is why which is why I'm asking like in terms of feminism just like modern day feminism as it is mm-hmm. do you think that that's something that do you think it it I can't even speak English. Do you think it covers? <laughs> do you think it covers every aspect of you know being a woman in terms of equality? Does it cover like you know the problems of you know women of colors, minorities, you know other minorities? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me be very very honest. I had never heard of womanism before today. Like I was today years old. Womanism or womanist? A womanist. Womanism. 
whatever. People who practice it are called womanists, Womanist. apparently. Okay. So, wait. Look, in 2019, <laughs> a benefit and a curse of 2019 is everyone's able to like create their own reality because of social media, right? Mm. So, I spend a lot of my time on Twitter, and a lot of people I follow are women of color, quote unquote, refer to it as you will. And a lot of the topics that are brought up were trivial topics that we like we just spoke to spoke about like who's paying on the first day and who's taking the bin out and a lot of those topics don't have a color attached yeah so i can't really ever say that i felt like um feminist feminism or whatever it is doesn't encompass women of color as well Mm -hmm. in saying that i'm not saying that it does or it doesn't i'm just saying that that's just what i've experienced So so i didn't i don't know like, if it's working, it's working, I guess. But maybe I feel like feminism, maybe they felt like they needed to create that sort of separation. Yeah, because apparently, you know, there's a whole, you know, a whole group of people you know, when it comes to people of color and stuff like that mm. who don't feel like the main, the feminist movement doesn't represent them. That's probably like when they're talking about more serious topics, though. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Like, like things that actually affect everyday life. Like yeah. what? Like, because um. the only thing I can relate this to is, if you, <clears throat> I'm not gonna name anything in particular, but if you go and do your research, mm-hmm. um, especially in the country that we live in and the demographic yeah. um, chips, how they've been rolled, feminism, or fe- uh, I guess the feminist movement, would seem to occur or to skew in a certain way, which is why I think the womanist movement would be a thing. So. Like, if you look at, I can't remember, one of my friends called it intersectionality, which is essentially just, like, how the different things, how the different sort of uh, um, cultural issues intersect. Mm -hmm. So, how do I deal with the fact that I'm black in a society that doesn't fully uh, value equality towards women? Yeah. um, Working in a world full of white males, or a world dominated by white males. So once you add the sort of race dynamic, LGBTQI mm-hmm. plus, or the uh, as I discovered recently, they like to be called rainbow people. What? Really? Yeah, rainbow people. Learn something oh, new really? every day. I might be insulting a whole set of people right now. I don't know. I got that was Panther. Yes, Panther, Panther out. Panther in. Yeah, that's not from us. <laughs> but because those, and that's that's why I, I I get saddened by the fact that something as simple as a simple statement of we value equality of the genders essentially mm. and we have to like redefine that and say yeah, okay we define that and you know we'll add in sexuality we'll add in race mm-hmm. we'll add in and it's like wait i thought that was implied exactly because no, I've, I've heard i've heard, yeah, I've, exactly. I've heard some different thing like the, the two main ones i saw was you know feminism mm. womanism mm. but then there are people who refer to themselves as um equalists the people who refer to themselves as humanists mm-hmm. i'm like I have two things to say about that. The first thing is we live in a world currently where labels mean everything and nothing. Mm. Like everyone's real big on what they're identifying as Mm. or identifying with or what labels they follow or what hashtag they follow or like it's a big thing. And it's like a new take on this whole sheep mentality where people think, oh, I'm creating something new and edgy. But you're basically just repurposing something that exists and giving it another name, (laughs) basically. So... I don't look too deep into these type of labels that pop up, like uh, literally not even in my peripheral. Like I don't really pay too much attention to yeah. it. 
because I feel like the underlying message that they're all trying to portray is exactly the same, but they are finding new, interesting ways of going about it. Yep. And the message gets lost in translation. Along that, the that, way. That's, that's the problem, though. You, but don't you have to not abide by the labels, but almost live in the world of the labels? Because yeah. got, like it or not, you will be labeled. Mm -hmm. You have just been labeled in this podcast, right? So it's like, how do you sort of... It's like uh, Instagram isn't real, but a lot of stuff... It's not. Uh, <laughs> what? It's uh, not. But a lot of stuff which happens, <laughs> there's like an intersection between Instagram and reality. Mm -hmm. And at that point, where, what do you determine to be real and what do you determine not to be real? So, and, and that's, that's the thing, that's, that's the challenge I face. Like, labels, yes. Yeah. Surface value, they don't matter. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it, you're yeah. either, like, you're either pro-choice or you're pro-life. You can't be in the middle. You can't be, but then, the, this is my problem with no, you labels. You can be in the middle. You can be, but, say. like, you get, it's, my <laughs> problem with labels is, it's the same thing it's that limiting. happens with churches, right? There was one big church. <laughs> Then there was the schism. They all broke off and did whatever they did, right? Excuse me, can we save that topic for another day? No, but I'm just, I'm just making yeah. reference. Because, yeah. like, it's the same with the labels. You all have that one message. You yeah. all broke off. You created your own set of beliefs and rules and regulations that like everyone who identifies as you has to follow. follow. And you've now skewed the, the initial message, right? So what happens to the person who's on the outside and who can see you guys making a fool out of yourselves and doesn't want to join that, that group? They don't want to join, but they're they get labeled by that like right now you can't be you can't there's no sitting on the fence you will be put in under a label True. So, so if you're not a yeah. womanist you're an anti-womanist exactly right yeah, exactly <laughs> so and, and that's the that's the almost i feel like that's the struggle of that's why people keep going into these sort of more granular definitions and it's mm. uh, it's eventually just going to turn out to be just a sentence mm. yeah i feel like one of the biggest <laughs> right? problems with yeah. all these different labels there was the fact that again going back to all these people who don't do their homework and stuff they just see a whole bunch of labels and they jump on whichever one they think but that's is the world right now yeah, that's literally the whole world, and that's why I mean, like, it's hard to exist outside of this non in the, in this non labeled, non -labeled world. world. Yeah, mm -hmm. if everybody, if this is the language that everybody's speaking, you know, it's stupid. You can see them walking around with underwear on their heads, but they will not talk to you. You can't exist in that society without putting your damn underwear on your head. That's true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Oh, and also going back to. Um what you were saying about womanness and whether I see like race being a separation factor. of factor like for feminism. Now that I think about it, when it comes down to expressing beliefs and thoughts, I feel like it's taken in differently when it's coming from a white woman or when it's coming from a black woman. Because I feel like just with societal factors and how stereotypes work, Every time a black woman opens her mouth, it's angry. Black woman. It's angry. Mm, yeah. And I could be saying like the most Mundane. basic yeah. thing. Like I could literally just be saying, I cannot breathe. It's like, oh, whoa, guys. How dare how, you? She's so angry. <laughs> Someone call the police. <laughs> crazy, right? Her eyes. She, her like crazy just, eyes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm being for real. Your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's, a, that's, I thought about it. I'm like, it's true because it happens and even it happened to me like via email like I wrote something and I'm a petty person but I can also check my pettiness unlike yeah. some people but birthday cake 
<laughs> I can check my pettiness. It's my birthday and I want to eat my cake. This is another story that we you all heard that story. Yeah, yeah, we all heard that story, but no one's done anything about it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can still see the crumbs in your mouth. There was no crumbs. It was missing a cake. Just let it go. And it was, it was so iceberg. nice. On my cake, there were crumbs. Panther out. I'm so done. Anyway, <laughs> it's. I was writing. I sent an email where basically I had been addressed in a manner that I didn't like. Yeah. And I sent an email just saying, "Look, um, this is my name. Address me as such. Like, don't call me anything else outside of my name, basically. But in like professional terms, of course." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> and of the person came to me. No, sorry. The person went to HR, and then HR came to me. And they were like, oh, yeah, Julia just wants to pull you aside because, uh, yeah, um, so-and-so person felt a little bit threatened by how you worded your email or what you said. So I was like, okay, that's not a problem. Like, I'm not going to yell at you, but, like, show me where they were threatened. Like, I'll bring out the email. We'll go through together. We can highlight it and, you know, point out the points that you thought were, like, rude or threatening. Low-key feel threatened. That's your business. (laughs) But, like, we went through the email and she could not, in actual words, point out where I was threatening or rude or even as small as condescending. It's it was just literally the just me saying. Of the font. People. What <laughs> 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 no, it? Had to be. Yeah. Times New Roman. Like, it just seemed yeah he wasn't Korea you know. so oh god like I was I was so shocked I'm like wait so the problem isn't the fact that this person called me out of my name the problem is the fact that they were threatened by my response you yeah, know people add like a tone based on stereotypes and all exactly. that exactly yeah. ridiculous she's like yeah it just came across as really threatening I'm like okay but I wrote the email and you read it out to yourself you're obviously like hey girl by the way if you call me this again I'm gonna do you get like every time a black woman opens her mouth whether she's from America or not it's that caricature of the crazy black woman that's been perpetuated through social media through movies through memes through everything and that's not me and I think to take that even to the next the next level upwards when you look at and this is why I was saying uh, what I was speaking about before when you look at um the world that we live in in terms of uh, where we work um, the people in power and they especially when they speak about equality equality tends to sort of skew to a color that's not representative of you yeah, yeah. so your views may not necessarily be be covered in in all of that and that's that's where I saw, I, I, I do see value in the whole womanness and that's again if we're talking about um, just representation and stuff like that. We, when we talk about feminism and all that, a lot of the time our views and stuff is coming from you know all these, you know, countries like Australia, America, stuff like. That. Mm-hmm. If we then take this back to our motherland, Nigeria, what's the feminism movement like there? You're not existing. Exactly. You'd be deported. Was <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's, that's, that's the only movement there. that would be happening. <laughs> it does. It is non-existent. Non-existent. Yeah, that's just. In a country where women who are being beaten to like a pulp every day are asked to go back to their husbands because exactly they're trying, you don't want to disgrace your family name. And it was probably your fault. It was let's, most likely let's your be fault. Honest. Yeah. You, you, you can't divorce. No, 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 no. no. What's that? You go to hell. <laughs> Do you want to be beaten every day or go to hellfire? Choose. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, but then yeah. 
Michael touched on um, something just then. I, honestly, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I did not touch anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I got distracted. I did not, touch, I did not touch on. I did not touch. N- full stop. But you're, but you're not. out. <laughs> <laughs> Going back though to you know these issues because at some point Judy did say that um, she gave the example of you know her job and stuff like that. One thing that always comes up when we're talking about feminism and things like that is the pay gap. And another thing, like with the pay gap as well, that's something that look it's 2019 and that that still exists. Mm. But we also know that compared to like the way it was, you know, it's not as bad as it used to be. But it still exists, and that's a problem. But But it also doesn't exist in every. (laughs) Why are you complaining? We increased it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know, like I just wanted to find out, you know, like in Australia, is the pay gap. Do we is that something that we see as a big issue? Because a lot of times here, yeah, sometimes when I hear about the pay gap, yeah. I know it does exist in certain fields in Australia. Mm-hmm. But when I hear about the pay gap, sometimes the people I hear about it from and people complain about it. So why are usually, you making your hands like that? I know, man. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> like of for all anyone women. who's at home listening, he's literally has his hands like near his head and he's like bobbing in such a sassy way. Like, like an every angry time black he's trying like a, exactly. Oh. <laughs> wow, I can't oh. exactly. Oh. Now a feminist. I can't even have my I can't even have my hands up without getting labeled. Okay, why were you doing that though? Because rapping. of the the type of, the people that I am talking <laughs> about. I exactly. He was struggling for Sally's point. No, I was just trying to dance. I know. The people that um that I'm talking about are people in terms of the fact that um people who don't necessarily experience this things. So it's always like, okay, let's say we work we work in the same field, we're getting paid the exact same. But every, but then now you're using that as sort of like you know a, a leverage, leverage point. point, and it's like, mm-hmm. but there are actual women out there here in Australia mm-hmm. who are getting paid less. Oh, I feel I like see what you mean. with um, my once again going back to my reality, uh, a lot of the women that I know own their own businesses, and anyone who doesn't own their own business isn't really aware of the, the discrepancy. Yeah. So it's a bit hard to touch on. I know definitely in the field that I work in that there is a pay like there is a pay gap, mm. and a lot of roles are offered exclusively to in men. IT. Yeah. What? Mm, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <You're so broke>. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of roles are like very very commonly offered to men. Yeah. Once again, because of that whole, I forget what it's called, like something bias, unconscious bias. No. Haha. <laughs> I see what you did there, but. You don't... Never mind. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, like, there are a lot of roles that are offered exclusively to men. Say, it's very, very rare or, like, it's not as common for you to see female project managers or... Like it's just really. I feel like I have a completely really? opposite yeah. really um, experience. experience in that sense. How old are the companies that you're looking at, though? How old? Yeah, 12 that's the thing, though. To Fifteen yeah. years. That's still that's relatively new. So you t- in Australia? Yeah. No, but my company is like old, old. Yeah, but okay. There's a difference between the company being old and it being revamped and people going in and changing things to the company being new. Now, Do you get what I mean? Tr- these are traditional financial yeah. services. Yeah, but they companies. have. There has been, in some point, there has been a revamp mm. where they have looked and then changed. If they hadn't changed, then the women. So you're saying from the beginning of that company. No, no, no. Because I, 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 I agree with you. That my experience that has yeah. always been that most, actually, most, the most 
the majority of project managers I mm-hmm. work with right now are females. Yeah, yeah. so you look at your age, like I'm talking in the grand scheme of things. They're older than me. All of them are like yeah, but they no, but like no, no. Let, if we go life. back to this though, like like you said, it's not it's something that's more recent. Yeah. So it's not something that. But I'm talking about my experience now. Like you mm-hmm. know, recently it's been completely different, and it's that it's all based on the facts that you know they used to have this whole thing of. Guys are getting exclusive, like you know, guys are getting these positions, mm-hmm. but now they've you know gone to that position where, where they've tried to flip in and try to get more women in. Mm-hmm. So now you have these roles that are being offered to women, and they're, trying, women, yes. they're trying to market it. I'm not saying it's so, you know exclusively so not, for women, but, but they're, they're pushing it me, towards me, the women. I'll, I'll give you a view of what is actually happening mm-hmm. because what they've done is all HR companies or all HR functions within businesses, especially from the bigger ones right down to the new startups, and then hopefully maturity will come in, is that they've realized <laughs> that, you know, through certain processes, they screen out people oh, yeah. unknowingly. So once it's like you have to be, uh, you have to have 12 years of experience, all young people, all the young people who could yeah, potentially join into your organization gone they they screen themselves out mm. um le- with particular language they did research they researched the most um uh, on, off the top whatever companies they did research into the ways that they wrote their resumes and they found out that women were less likely to uh respond to because of the verbal huh? language yeah because of the verbal language used in uh what's it called in in uh job applications yeah. other things like is, the, is there enough diversity of people actually reading through the resumes? Because if a funny name comes up, what mm. tends to happen? We're going to put that to the side. So that's one, that one looks thing like that... like an exotic Exactly. One. That's something that every one of us would understand. Yeah. So what I'm, what, the way I see things is the reason why I believe that this sort of stuff would have been happening is... Uh, what do they call it? it, it there's, a, there's a certain bias we have where we only we, we like things we, we, it, we like we only hire or would like to work with people who are most like us yeah right and that's what the culture fit question usually is yeah you know I, on paper we're the same so what's actually different from us it's culture fit what do you mean by culture fit look at his name <laughs> look at when I put this guy next to this guy I feel like I could get along with one of them for yeah. no particular reason <laughs> <laughs> he's black but and and to be honest with and that's one of the things that they they're trying to sort of cut out now in at least in 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 my place of work Mm -hmm. they're trying to help people understand that these things happen Mm -hmm. understand that firstly it's not there shouldn't be in my opinion there shouldn't be a a quota yeah i was gonna i was gonna touch on that as well i was gonna say that some places you know they have those quotas and sometimes you have people complain about the fact that oh there's quotas you know why 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 is there Mm -hmm. a specific number of women that need to be employed but then no one ever yeah but people don't ever stop and ask like why was that quota put in the first place it was but it's symptomatic of the time right and it's also symptomatic of most likely the person who would have made the decision most males would have thought about that issue in terms of oh there's not enough females. What should we do? Get more females. Boom. Mm-hmm. Let's hire more females. Yeah. So the intention is not, in my opinion, it wasn't, it's not necessarily that it's bad. Yeah. And for, for most people, for most men, most likely online, I'm not going to say if they have friends or not, but <laughs> they would be like, oh, what do you mean? I'm threatened by this. They're only hiring women. And it's like, well, no. <laughs> The intention behind what they're trying to do is to get more is women to raise yeah. them. And my, the scariest thing for me when you set the quota is that your organization most likely is not ready 
to what? Accommodate exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. the problem. Oh. I feel like a lot of the time when these quotas are put in place, whether it be for like women or for like race, people coming into there feel as though they aren't qualified. Like, did I it's get like this you're hiring because me because yeah. I'm a woman yeah. or because like I actually am qualified for this role? And it's no, it's not even like anyone has to say anything directly to you, but it can be picked up in like body language or the way you're yeah. introduced yeah. to the, the company. The way they talk about you exactly. when you get a promotion, when you get a reward. Exactly. And sometimes oh, she only got that yeah, because... I was going to say, like even mm. when you are, you know, hired based solely on your qualification, based solely on the fact that you are the perfect person for this job, mm. everyone else around there is like, all right, it's just because, it's you know, she's a woman. Like, yeah. Cry yeah. is going to cry. But and to, oh be, my to be honest with you, though, I... I see it in two lenses because, as I said, it was a symptomatic of the time. We needed to get people in. So how do we do that? And now we're moving more to basically we should just do equality stuff. Um, but at the same time, I think it's something that still needs to be done because you're dealing with so many generations in the, in, in the workplace. Now, I think there's like, what, five, gener- five different generations in the workplace? Like baby boomers, generation Gen X, Y, all of that. So for some people... <laughs> For some people, that I'm at actually, the quota is actually, it's, it's meant, it might actually be an intentional thing to try and force that sort of behavior to come through. Mm. Because mm. otherwise, you get stuck behind X guy who only goes to the golfing retreat. Where, why doesn't she come to the golfing retreat? Why does she feel like she's Because I don't want to be in a room with sexist males making sexist jokes and advances. Can it. you say that louder, please? Yeah. No. Say it with your chest. She just said she doesn't like the pants. She doesn't like wearing golf pants. <laughs> and skirts, mm, come on. It it's could a be fact. windy. And that's another thing. Like, introduce, like you said, a lot of the times when these quotas are created, you, people haven't taken the time to ready the environment for the incoming. <laughs> because, fair enough, you have a, a company or a place that is fully, like, it's all men. And they, you know how guys are when they're by themselves, you know? Uh, I don't uh, have to explain that to you. I don't. Please. No, like, you guys have, like, <laughs> your inside jokes. I hang out exclusively jokes. with females. Whatever. <laughs> a lot of the time, a lot of males have, like, make jokes that could be considered insensitive, right? To a woman. Mm. Was it all well? No. <laughs> it was all well. Get up. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming, Michael. When you introduce women to like these areas that have not been equipped or have not been readied for a woman to come oh in, God. they will poke, they'll make these jokes and the woman will feel so uncomfortable. And then they don't understand why the woman's feeling exactly. uncomfortable. Exactly. Like, oh, come on, sweetheart. It's just a joke. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's freaking not. You literally just like sexually harassed me. <laughs> yeah, it's literally sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you did is sexual harassment. <laughs> Yeah, but, but we've been doing this the whole time before you got here. Exactly. So, uh, what? Spoiler alert, give, you've been I'm, sexually harassing women this whole time? This whole time. I'll give an example. Oh, no. Nope. So, basically, you know how tech companies love their polos? Like, what? Yeah. We always have polos. Tech companies love polos. No, oh, they don't. So, <laughs> the company at one point in time that I was working for was all men. All men. All the time. Like, the, it was all men. And it came time for a trade show. It's like, okay, cool. So we need to get everyone ready for the trade show. Does everyone have their polos? No, I don't have a polo. I just started. It's like, oh, oh, true. We need to order you a polo. Um, okay, so uh, what's your size? I was like, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, like I wear a 12 or a medium or a large, whatever. I didn't care. Like, just can I have a polo? Oh, God. So the guy went away. He ordered a bunch of polos. Yes. And then he was like, this is a men's fit and this is a woman's fit. Try it on. 
So then I took them. I'm like, all right, I'll go to the bathroom. I'll be back. One idiot opened his dirty mouth to say, you can just do it in the corner. We'll turn around. Yes. I, <laughs> I just, turned, I, like, I stopped in my track. I was like, I could, I could what? And then obviously everyone knew that it was not the right joke to make because one of the guys was like, oh yeah, calling HR, like as yeah. a joke to kind of so lighten the mood. Yeah. But this guy actually opened his mouth. He was like, oh, just do it in the corner. We'll turn around. Promise I won't look type thing. And I'm like, first of all, that's extremely creepy. Well, no, how, extremely how, creepy. He wasn't going to look anyways. How comfortable <laughs> the, did you get? He wasn't going to look. Point. No, he wasn't. I had been working there for two months. It's like, no, 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 but the thing is like, promise how, how comfortable did you get to like, you know, be able to just automatically say that? Like, look, at, you have to understand the climate we're in, yeah. dog. These people, like, they play, who knows, you may have played rugby, you may have played soccer, and in the locker room, it's, yeah, yeah, you just, was yeah, it a, well, sure. a mixed soccer team or a mixed rugby team? Doesn't matter. No, nah, but that's, that's, behavior. Behavior. Yeah, that's, that's the, the behavior in the change rooms that and stuff. It is, but for a guy as that's a guy, I'm not blind. So I know when I'm talking right? to a guy and when I'm talking to a girl. Made for a guy. That's the thing. Winning. So, Bro. when I was, um, I didn't say anything about it at the time. I went, changed, gave, like, chose my polo or whatever. Just I went asking for the I went to the bathroom and changed. But another guy that was like a younger guy, like on our lunch break, was like, um, were you like you weren't okay with that? That wasn't cool, right? And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't cool. And he was like, Yeah, but like when we tried to tell him why it wasn't cool, he was like, Oh yeah, but she's one of the boys. It's like, yeah, but no, I'm not. Because if it was one of the boys, you wouldn't say, I promise I won't look. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's, and that's what that I mean joke. when I say I you know when like, you're talking damn. to a guy when you're talking to a girl. So for you to be that comfortable just saying that because you played rugby, you played all the cultures. You no, that's meant just it as a joke. Oh yeah. If he meant funny. it as a joke, then it's the opposite. Should have called HR as a joke. <laughs> I'm being one hundred percent serious right now. No, and then there's a lot of like nope. that's not even the worst joke that some women receive. Oh one oh my goodness. That's not even the worst one. Or not even jokes. It's like or assuming that because the woman is coming to a meeting. She's there for the coffees. That was hilarious. Or oh, she's gonna oh, do the minutes. Where? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, are you gonna? Oh, are you taking lunch orders? And it's like, well, no, I'm actually the most senior person here. Mm-hmm. I can oh, buy your oh, life. Oh, yeah. I can literally buy your life. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, it happened to it happened to our head of. I think it was either our head of HR or head of uh, head of finance. She walked into a room. This is like CFO worldwide yeah. global. Walks into a room. You taking minutes. <laughs> if that person still had their job after that meeting, even if you still had your job, I'd be looking for other jobs because I don't want to. I don't want to work past you. Because <laughs> I know from this moment you are hindering my progression in this company. Six jobs, looking for jobs in Jesus. <laughs> deliverance, so any, just, any deliverance? Just excuse yourself and go resign. You oh have God. to. Damn. You actually have to. Like, and that's what. I, Preparing an organization is, the, and that's why I get so scared when they're like, "Oh, you know, we need to, we need to diversity. We're trying to up our diversity metrics, blah 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 blah." And you're like, "You guys are not ready. Ready you for it? Yeah, you need to be ready. There's a lot that goes yeah. into it besides just saying, "Yeah, we want to be more diverse. We support you." No, you don't, because you're just going to introduce me into an environment that's extremely it's uncomfortable. Into the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like throwing meat into sharks. Literally, and, like, and for some women, it's okay because like they can adapt and like they'll be they'll either brush it off not say anything or they'll like get into like a how i can't say it can i say that say whatever a kerfuffle no like it just becomes a a contest of whose piece is bigger so then you get into that 
kind of you have to kind of take them down a peg. Human male anatomy, not necessary. (laughs) But it gets into that competition, and who wants to go to work every day and have to like stand up for yourself like that in a pissing contest? Yeah, why should it need to be a pissing contest? And that's so one of the things that they 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 went through with our leaders was this idea of covering or in what we call wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Do you, you don't feel authentic going into your organization. I mean, put aside the fact yeah. that you look different to almost 100% of the people there. Mm-hmm. So let's put that aside. But not only that, you're a female and then you're just expected to hmm, adapt. Just adapt. To become one, of the, one of the boys. And the thing is like, yeah, they will always want you to adapt to the whole situation. But no one's talking to the actual people that are there nope. about being accommodating to the fact that, look, these people are coming in. Nope. And you know how, I don't know if this is a worldwide thing, but I can only speak from an Australian perspective and like organizations that I've been in. Mm-hmm. People absolutely hate change. And instead of just ha- mm-hmm. using common sense and going, right, okay, this stuff needs to change. This is how things need to be now. All they do is complain about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, sorry, we shouldn't have hired this female because, get, you know, you're not, you're not happy with it. Or they get someone who's wholly inappropriate to organize the change. The change. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, you, would, you, should, you most likely should not get a male to be deciding what the female experience in your workplace would be looking like. I'm just saying. It, wouldn't, it would make sense. No, it doesn't. Exactly. Not because, really. you know. There's some things that women go through or that would experience, that they would have experienced that you just have no idea or you can't even fathom, right? You can't, I can't fathom walking into a place and them thinking that I'm, I'm underqualified. So they just do, you know, they just go on Google, oh, what did this company do? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how it's going to be here. Copy. Okay, case in point, the, bad, the men that yeah. were making the decision on whether abortion should be legal. Oh, that's something we're actually going to talk about. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I don't even feel like it should be spoken about. It shouldn't have happened. Yeah. How are you going to tell me about my womb? No, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to find out what, like, what, what you guys' thoughts were on that whole. It was ridiculous. On which one? Which one? The, there's, a lot of, there's, been a, there's been a lot around the world. No, the American one that recently happened. Okay, because there's also the Australian one that just happened as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that's happening? Sorry, New South Wales one that's happening. But let's yeah, go so to the it's happening. One. But um, yeah, in terms of the American, what did you guys think? Because even with New South Wales and stuff, I know a lot of people here in Australia were all, "Oh my God, rah, this happened!" But but people don't actually realize that in New South Wales and Queensland, abortions are criminal. Like, it's, it's a like criminal, criminal offense. offense. Criminal yeah. offense. I'm, I've been. I've had. Okay, let's talk about the American one first because I'll get into my feelings about the Australian one in a second. Mm-hmm. But the American America, I have like what three or four words, and yes, I did count before. With my fingers before I'm saying this, but are you even surprised? No. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Are you definitely even surprised? No. Really? It's like, oh, they're banning, they want to go ban abortion? It's not even about, like, there's nothing that surprises me. It's just the fact that, you it's know. It's the fact that it's actually, you actually did it. It's kind of like the whole Trump election. Wait, this actually happened? Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you, you're not, you know, you're not going to put it past Americans, mm-hmm. but at the same time, when it happens, you're just like, wow, well, hold up a second. It's so this whole some- idea of like the crossover. There really should never be crossover between church and the government, but it's almost like Handmaid's Tale. Like, 100%. I don't know if anyone watches Willy nilly. Like, it's almost like Handmaid's Tale. You're allowing your personal beliefs or the beliefs of your church like seep into the government and control the lives of people who do not believe the same same thing thing. that you do same thing yeah they don't treasure the same values Mm -hmm. like i have my own personal beliefs and when it comes to abortion but i'm never one to feel like i need to inflict that or impose my belief on anyone else exactly because it's a wholly personal choice exactly and how that affects me 
will affect you a completely different way. Exactly. It's I can't I can't emphasize how none of your business it is. <laughs> like mind the business that pays you. Like unbelievable. Like they had to put in like a, a what this is the largest or the smallest amount of distance that can exist before you can protest. Literally, Literally you spend more time in jail <laughs> for committing abortion than the person who would rape you would exactly. spend in jail. No, it's look, right. but like you said again, we're not surprised at all. It's just oh man, America's got some mad. It's like, yeah. Oh, what do you mean rape this? It's it's okay. A woman can has methods, you know of. And the thing is, um, I heard um, someone someone what? say this whole, this thing where it's like. They're so they're so concerned about you know what a woman can do with her body and whether she can it's not abort a child or not again but yeah. it's not about what you do or not do with your body forget about it. like okay yes that it's I feel like that's one thing and one of the videos that they said was if you go into that trap that's exactly where they want you it's exact it should be what it should be about me and what I should be doing with my body just put that aside put just put yeah but the thing is that yeah. they, all these laws and all this stuff you know it's all about what happens before the child comes? But as soon as the child is born, they don't care about the child anymore. Give him a gun. Um, (laughs) They don't care about that child. The care system is so bad. Like there are so many children that are motherless, homeless, and even when they are in the system, they're being put in places that aren't being vetted properly. Exactly. Like there are so many children that are put in foster foster homes where they are abused, where they're not treated properly. Mm. And you're doing all of this to look after somebody else's womb. Exactly. You're like you're pro life, but you're not actually pro life. Because when the life is here, you're not you don't yeah. care. They end up with guns, they end up in gangs, they die, they end up turning to drugs, they live on the street. Maybe they're the true abortionists. Ooh. Ooh. That's deep. Mm. That's right, take it. Mm. Okay. Love my voice, wow. Panther. <laughs> so everyone listening at home, every time you hear Panther out, take a shot. <laughs> take a shot for me. Uh um. <laughs> Shut up for me. <laughs> but, no, look, yeah. Still on that whole abortion thing. Coming now, coming back home. Whoa. I love how lightly you take this. Segways. Still on that whole abortion thing. <laughs> no, yeah. co- coming back home. Coming, coming back, back to Australia. Australia. Ah, yes, Australia. Oh. You know, yeah, a, a lot of people I realized during this whole American thing didn't even know that here in Australia was a criminal offence oh. in New South Wales and Queensland. Trigger words on Twitter. Ooh. Those are the two <laughs> things, literally. A lot of the time, because things are trending on Twitter, people will put their two cents in. Like, oh my God, that's so horrible. But they don't realise it's happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's not on Twitter. Why would I care? Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> but now, this and this is, so it's now interesting to see what, the online world has done now that it's actually front and center. Mm. I was contacted by a friend and that friend most likely will be listening. So I'm anonymizing the story to the nth degree. But the same thing that happened in America with the troll, like Russian trolls, American trolls, and just, uh, you know, ignorant people in general, they spread so much disinformation about it. And it's ridiculous. And the disinformation, like I asked them, you know, well, they asked me if I wanted to go go and attend a rally. I was like, the rally you just tagged me on Facebook in? Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to that. I think that that's the most ignorant thing that I've ever witnessed. Probably in Australia, probably not. But yes, this is maybe this is the most recent. Mm. It's like, why? Why would you not? Why would you not want to support that? Do you know the kinds of things that they're doing? And then they drop this line, and this is the thing where I'm like, 
I can't, I can't even, I can't, what are you talking about right now? They said that passing this law in Australia will give the rights for doctors to terminate the baby after they've been born. Wait, what? Yes, no, process it. Wait, what? Ingest it. Let it marinate in your mind. What, are they going to do, is murder the baby? Say that again? No, no, no. Put a gun to their head? No, I'm going to abort a baby after, after it's, it's been born. It's bo- what? And I'm like, hold on. Hold on. So what you're trying to tell me is that you, you're inviting me to, for, to, a, to a rally <clears throat> where a doctor who has taken the Hippocratic Oath is going to kill, oh, sorry, abort a baby, even though abortion is usually, typically used for preterm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're going to abort a baby after it's been born. So what stops a doctor from just, you know, I don't like you. I'm just going, just going to kill you. Just reg- regular human. Is that abortion? I'm like, just you know, take your take some time just to think about yeah, about things. Yeah. Like, people just jump on. Oh, hey, this is what's trending. Oh, hey, there's a rally. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, it's not even that. I'm like, can you, can you show me? In, show for. me in the law where some a, a, a rational politician is putting forward a bill <laughs> saying that it is okay for a doctor to kill a baby after it's been born. That's the thing, guys. They don't, under- don't, they, don't un- they, they don't understand what they're going to a rally no. for. Like, the most the most recent example of this was in the city, I think it was at UNSW, they were having a protest about North and South Korea, and there were North and South Koreans who were arguing, is it? Yeah, about one side's communist and one side. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah, yeah. North Korea. So they were like arguing, or they had a protest, and there were actual North Koreans and South Koreans there protesting, right? Cool. Then I'm not going to name the channel, but a prominent TV channel, the news, the news crew, panned to a Caucasian male. And they were like, How's the protest going? What's going on? It's like, yeah, you know, those damn people from one side of Korea, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're horrible. Their ideals are wrong. They're backwards. They shouldn't be able to live. But this is what he's saying on TV. They didn't cut him off when they said they shouldn't be able to live? Why would they? You know what the media's like. No. So then the person was like, okay, so like, like, how long have you like lived in this part of Korea? Or like, have you... I ain't never been there. No. I'm here. I came here to support my friend. (laughs) (laughs) And then they panned to the friend. Also a white male. Oh. So I'm just like... So when do we get the Korean perspective? Right. (laughs) So where's your relevance here, sir? Why why are you here? What's your business? And you're you're like spitting that much hate Mm. into the area. People are arguing about things that are life and death, that people are actually dying over in the country that you're supporting. And you're actually spewing that much hate from the outside. You literally can't. You came to support your friend, like. <laughs> so you're completely uninformed. It's ridiculous. Nah, it's crazy. So, like, I guess the basis of everything that we were talking about is, first of all, when it comes to like feminism or womanism, whichever you choose, is make sure that you're following it for the right reasons and that you know what you're following. Exactly. Like, don't jump on a hashtag. Don't jump on a tweet. Don't jump on a meme because it's funny. I mean, you can if it's funny, but like, make sure that the outward message that you're portraying matches the message that you received. It's not Chinese whispers. It shouldn't be like Chinese whispers. The information is literally out there. Like, how can I be asking you what's in a bill? And rather than going to (laughs) whatsinthebill.com, you went to, firstly, Facebook. 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 Check the hashtag. Facebook. Check the, like, info info section. Then... I, I'm like I'm gonna give you another chance. Twitter. I know you're gonna I know you're gonna do the wrong thing. I will even send you the links. 
no, no, no. I'm still, look, I sent you that, but, you know, I'm still doing my research. Boom. Okay, fine. Give you another chance. Gets it from a letter from a church, which obviously you know the views of what the church was. That's completely biased. Exactly. Yeah. I can already guess what it is. Just go to the bill, dog. Just go to the bill. It's not hard. It's literally there. Mm-hmm. And my, my biggest, or I guess, technology or the world's biggest challenge right now is how can I prove to you that I'm telling you the truth? And I get, I get that. I get that, you know, there will be influence and stuff like that. But do your research. Mm. And I, no, actually, you know, look, don't uh, do your research. People are lazy. Don't, I, not even people are lazy. People don't are do your research. Bothered, because yeah. I feel like doing your research has led us to things like anti-vaxxers and uh, things like that. Where they people go, always find <laughs> the weirdest links, man. Exactly. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I typed this into Google and I went to the .org. But you know what I think it is? Our generation... We went through school, well, most of us went through school, and they taught us the proper techniques of research. you got to understand as well, though, that a lot of times, some of these people, it's not like they don't know how to do this research or how to find that information, Mm -hmm. but then they have this preconceived notion. They have like a certain, you know, idea that they believe, and then they go on there and try to find something that matches that. And then as soon as they find that one link, it could be like on the freaking 13th page of Google. As soon as they find that one, it's like, boom, it's actually true. Confirmation bias, though. Exactly. it's called. Confirmation bias. And another thing that kind of feels that is if you notice a lot of um, online news platforms recycle tweets. So they create their articles based off tweet. And who's tweeting these things? Exactly. That's, not a, that's not exactly valid information. Who's tweeting yeah. these and things? The crazy thing is, I've, and also what I found out, because I did a little bit of research about you know, what, what feminism means, and essentially it was like, it's more structural. It's, it's both structural and cultural and, and sort of all these, all these facets. But then I didn't realize that trolling went all the way back. Because in America, mm. and I know to, sorry to hop back on America, yeah. they, were, they still haven't passed sort of the equal, like equal what are the equal equal rights amendments which essentially means that uh, like uh, <clears throat> they they had a process in the um, in the constitution where they said that women essentially women couldn't vote then they had an amendment which then said oh kind of screwed up women can vote but they wanted to pass this um, equal rights amendments so that regardless of whatever it is there's a law which actually backs this mm-hmm. right Quite a logical thing. Yeah. It passed through Congress, but Congress said, look, well, let's get, you need to get 38 states to ratify. How many states are there in the US? 50. Above, 50. Yeah, 50. yeah 50, exactly. It's, I think, is it 38? So they are on 37. Damn. Since, this is since like, in the, since the 90s. I'm guessing Alabama's not on there. Let's not name Mississippi. states. But there's 13 states that could do it. And Essentially, John Oliver, who uh, who was speaking at the time, was like, "Come on, one of you." But there's like, there's, make, there's a lot more important things to make history to focus on, like Look, the abortion. They bit. still are okay with guns. It's not getting passed. Yeah. Well, look, the funny, but this is the trolling story. And yeah. the worst thing about America is when they get someone of that same demographic to try and bash the idea. Mm-hmm. So, guess what they did back in the day? They got a woman to come and speak about how. Basically, equal rights, mm-hmm. which would protect women who are not traditionally protected. She, she was being brought in to talk about why that's a bad thing. See, Wasn't there a woman that goes the back to what then? I said about pick me, pick me women. That was a perfect, nice work. Anyway, <laughs> that goes back to what I was saying about I'm pick me women. That's my old friend. <laughs> 
pick me women are women who will belittle their ideology and how they feel in order to conform to what a man wants for the moment. Blacks for Trump. So it could literally be as simple and as menial as a guy puts up a tweet saying, um, if you're a woman and you can't cook, you're not, you're trash or whatever. I don't care. Whatever the tweet oh. is, right? A pick me woman will go under that tweet and say, okay? yeah, it's true. All women should be able to cook. If you can't cook, you are trash. You need to be able to cook for your man. Oh. That would be a pick me woman. You know woman. what my Do favorite get- example of that mm-hmm. of this one is? My, uh, they, you know, the, the comedy, the shows in the U.S. would go to like the rallies of um, basically like Trump and mm-hmm. basically the insane, insane people. Mm-hmm. And they would find, they'd find them. And then they found this woman who was like, oh, I just don't think Hillary should be elected um, as a, as president. You know, she, she, she's a woman and, you know, they have, they're erratic and they get mad and, you know, she just start a war. And then perfect killer line. Oh, and as opposed to all the other presidents who have never started wars because they were men. Oh. Silence. Ooh. Oh, damn. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. This is a family program. A family who? <laughs> it's true, though. Like, as a woman, you shouldn't feel like you need to belittle how you feel in order to please anyone in general Mm. like not Mm -hmm. even a man Mm. so that always annoys me because there are actually and it's very prevalent in the nigerian society where (laughs) wow it's terrible that i'm shaking say it with your chest we'll edit it out literally fingers crossed <laughs> You know what? I don't care. I save my chest. Boom. Come and find Ooh, me. Let's go. She said Perfect. what she said. Perfect. <laughs> You'll go to an event and everybody is sitting. Everyone is relaxing. And now comes time to clean. And the aunties are like breaking their neck, looking at you, like trying to make eye contact with you. The roof, the roof. I'm legally blind. <laughs> the roof looks kind of nice. <laughs> Or like even coming down to, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a time when we had an event at church. No. <laughs> I was thinking of a different thing at church. Whoa. <laughs> no, it's nothing bad. It's nothing yeah. bad. What? But basically, <laughs> there was a time when we had an event, right? We had an event. Yeah. And um, basically, I think what had happened was the women and the children were asked to clean. And the men, I think I noticed. Saw this as like a huge problem. No, the men were supposed to clean, but they saw it as a big problem. And it ended up being the women and the children who who were meant to clean. And then there was one person in particular, a younger person, who who was a male. That's exactly the story I was thinking. Of. No, that's what I was thinking yeah. of as well. <laughs> who was like, look. There's no problem with this. Like, why yeah. is it such a big issue for you men to clean? Do you guys also remember that there was a woman who stood up and started quoting Bible references and justifying yeah. why a woman should clean oh and why men yeah. shouldn't have yeah. to numerous people. dirty their hands? Is basically, she said, Ignorance men shouldn't have to come down to that level where they have to clean after everyone else. What is this? What level? Can you, but me, I can get to that level I've been. It very easy. It's your backs, you know, it's made differently. It's just, <sighs> I cannot. Like, and mothers, women, sisters, whatever, you should not be raising or influencing young women to think that they are less than a man 
because of something they had no control yeah. over. Their brain. And not even necessarily less them. Just don't bring them up to think that it's their job to take care of men. Thank you. Wow. That's the first equal thing you've said today. <laughs> wow. I'm a feminist. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's not my job to look after you. Your mother should have raised you wow. to look after yourself. Wait, why'd you say a mother though? Whoa. Because, no. Whoa. Look, oh I'm my talking, goodness. Okay, let me justify my point. Whoa, Boom. no. <laughs> Don't do that. Let me like justify all women will cut you off. <laughs> I'm going to justify my point. I said mother because I'm talking in relation to myself. So in our relationship, most of the time when we talk about looking after, I'm not a man, so I can't say father. I'm not going to mother you, right? So I said your mother should have raised you to look after yourself because I'm not going to mother you. That was your mother's role in, when it comes to the relationship between a man and a woman in that way. This reminds me of the meme with the maths floating in the air. <laughs> <laughs> For you. Good save. I, I, believe, I believe that as men, you guys are just trying to block this out because you don't believe that my opinion is warranted. Correct. <laughs> Sorry, I already answered them. Correct. I'm glad you're the only woman here. Whoa. Someone. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's hard to do it because I have braces. <laughs> oh, braces. I thought you said I have bruises. I'm like, let me be a man for you. Remove. Wow. I can be your hero, baby. That actually sounds really good. Really? No. Wow. <laughs> I can... And he does it again. Yeah, just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but um, so just summarizing all of this and rounding this up. Do your googles. Yeah. No, don't do your googles. Don't do your googles. Don't do your googles. Don't just do your googles. You will be anti-vaxxing, uh, gun-loving. <laughs> do your googles with purpose. Don't go on the third. Do your Google page. Scholar. There you go, Google Scholar. Google. Don't trust dot org pages. Whoa. Oh, it's true. okay. Uh oh. Anyone can create a dot org. Yeah, but no one can create a dot org dot au. AU stands for kangaroo. I am done. Don't be done. How did we get here? I don't know. No, um, yes, no. Same. Well, <laughs> no, I was gonna. I can be your hero, baby. This is gonna be so much work to edit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not really. He's not. <laughs> but yeah, no, as like they have just said, do your Googles, don't do your Googles. Do your Google Scholar. Not Google. Just do, do proper research. Understand yeah, what research. exactly you are fighting for. Understand what exactly you are calling. Don't go around calling yourself a name and you don't even know why you're calling yourself. And don't Your go friend asked you to come well. to a, a protest. Exactly. Yep. Don't be fighting for, you know, courses that you don't understand. Like Nigerians would say, don't take Panadol for somebody else's headache. Uh-huh. Mm. Nigerians are just the best. Nah, thanks, for coming, on the, thanks for coming on the podcast, guys. Thanks for coming, It's been guys. really good having you guys. You're Solid um, hearing your views um, and all, and you know what you have to say about the topic of feminism and all. Uh, just before we leave, do you have anything you want to plug? Call me Judea. Hi, guys. So basically... Hi. You said hi like how many hours ago? Is it your hi? Yeah, this uh, is my plug. Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, call me Judea here from the Judea and Friends podcast. I release every Monday evening at 9pm. Um, if you'd like to listen to a bunch of friends chat and, you know, talk about topics that are important to us, tune in. Where can we find you on social Ooh. media? 
Um, call me Judea on Instagram. That's C-A-L-J-U. No. Oh, wow. C-A-L-L-M-E-J-U-D-E-E-A. Right, can you just say that again? I-N-D-E-P-E. Do you want to um, oh, do you want to tell us where we can find you? In you this at my house, nigga. I don't know a social. I, I have no Instagram. How can he say at my house? <laughs> 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 I got no podcast. <laughs> Look, he doesn't I'm, even I'm have actually, Instagram. I'm, I don't have Instagram, and as I said, I'm as I've been described, I'm facially pretty. Um, this is literal words used by a literal person. Who? So I'm his mum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We just Why does it have to be his mom? Why couldn't it be we his just dad? Talked about equality. Because his mom said it. We Did just you? talked about equality. I feel so. He probably heard your mom say Your dad can equally say it too. Yeah, I know, but you but didn't say that didn't initially. Say that. But he said one person. There's only 140 characters. No, there's not anymore. Tweets have extended. Never mind. I'm so offended on behalf of all people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I promise you, you can't find me anywhere. <laughs> add, me on, add me on LinkedIn. No facts. Literally. So yeah. what? What? Okay. How about this? He's the one with the TED Talk esque DP. Ooh. I actually thought that was a TED Talk the first time I saw it. I'm like, wait, when the was TED Talk? Right. Yeah, that's right. I'm spreading my message of anti-vaccination. Don't vaccinate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Vaccinate. You're gonna kill my kids. <laughs> Um, no, I'm actually, I'm trying to plug something, which is obviously what I'm doing now. What I'm actually trying to do um, is I'm trying to start my own thing uh, because I've actually been quite inspired by the work that you're doing. I didn't realize that this was a thing. So shout out. <laughs> that um, sounds so backhanded. It is 100% backhanded and it was meant to be. Did, are you surprised? Look who it's coming from. The most handsome, sexiest black panther. Why do you have to be a black panther? Like, why can't you just be a panther? Because panthers are black. <laughs> I feel like that just validates her points. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, no, my big, my next big thing is I'm trying to explore the African zeitgeist, more Nigerian to be. Zeitgeist. Can I? I am trying to explore the uh, the cultural zeitgeist through the lens of food and African women. Oh, food. Wait, yeah. why women? Uh, because as I've grown up, I've actually spent. Oh, I don't. I have spent a lot of time with a lot of grown mothers and naturally they have been actually some of the best cooks, but also the most sort of, um, they have a unique view of the world. They have the best I think stories. Gets, hmm, I don't know what he just said. They have the best stories. Oh yes. They literally do have the best stories and not downing on our fathers. Like you can be whatever later. <laughs> so um, funny. but I wanted to explore life through their eyes, through the lens, or through the um, uh, medium of cooking Ooh. and uh, uh, a vlog. So I'm going to create, I'm in the process of creating um, the YouTube channel. Oh, nice. And we're going to go off on seasons and it's essentially just going to be a cultural exploration of, of that in Sydney. Do you have a name for it? Not yet. So, any suggestions? And I, I, I'm completely open. And you guys are more than, more than welcome to come on. Do you need tasters? I'm there. Uh, we dare. We need people who know how to cook, we so I'm just going to show up anyway. One hundred percent, exactly. If you know people who can cook and also have a good story, um, again, I, this is that's a really good idea. Yeah, that's really actually really cool, man. Thank you. Nah, you should hear my next idea. <laughs> all right, so nah, all right, nah. that's cool though. Uh, looking forward to that, man. Hopefully you will go well with that. And my next idea was too. floating skulls. But <laughs> what? Uh, no. No, we don't want to think about it. Thank you. 
But no, nah, good luck with the project, man. And hopefully we'll see it out soon. But at that, we'll just end this pod right now. Um, this before is, we end it, though, oh, yeah. um, if you guys have any questions or anything you wanted to add to this conversation, and um, yeah, just any um, opinions that you think weren't talked about and needed to be talked about, just hit us up on our socials, so biasreality underscore. underscore. Um, feel free to use the hashtag as well. Hashtag, um, hashtag biasreality. Bias. Thanks for listening.